0: What's up, Stoners? You are listening to Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users brought to you by thestonermom.com. That is me. I am the Stoner Mom, but you can call me Catherine, and I am joined, like I always am, by my wonderful husband, David. Yeah, you are. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, and talk all about cannabis, our lives, the world, and oh, so much more. Welcome, everybody, to episode 151 of your favorite stoner podcast. Do we sound echoey?
1: I'm going to try to fix this. I think we might sound a little echoey. You more than me, I think.
0: Okay, I had the bright idea of recording in our living room, which has a vaulted ceiling, and I guess it's not the best podcast i
1: don't know we'll see maybe it'll sound great
0: part of the reason you listen to this podcast is because you love us and you love hearing us try to figure this out
1: experimentation did you get situated with your microphone stand
0: i think we're situated so yes apologies hopefully this episode is listenable
1: we're not doing video this week
0: you guys loved the video episode last time um, if you missed that, go back or go on to stonermom.com and check out episode 150 of Mom and Dad are Stoned. It is our first ever video podcast episode. You can see us as the words come out of our mouths. Yeah. Very fun. It it was fun. I'd like to do it again sometime. Oh, sorry.
1: But it's just more stuff we have to hook, hook up or... And precariously positioned around our home.
0: So, yes, we liked it. You guys liked it. Um, so we definitely want to do it again. It's just all about figuring out where we can actually do it. I thought that, that this place would be a good spot. But now that it sounds like we're in a cave. Maybe it may won't. Well, we'll have to wait
1: and see after it's done. We'll see. Maybe maybe it sounds great. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know right now. I haven't added my are, podcasting filters. Are
0: there echo limiting filters? Oh, yeah, there's echo limiting so you know I watch a lot of weirdos on YouTube. Yeah. And they always have the same background panels mm-hmm. that they're sticking in their closet or whatever. Yeah. That they're podcasting from. And it's like black squares with like geometric shapes on it. Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, they're acoustic panels. Maybe. There's even a green screen setting that some people use. And they put that image on it, so it looks like acoustic panels. Oh my god! So it looks like, professional, but really, you're just surrounded by acoustic.
1: That's screen. awesome. <laughs> but I I'm in that... my podcasting studio, as you can see from the background of my uh, acoustic <laughs> tiles.
0: Anyway, i um, sorry. So that was that was podcast corner. That was interesting. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's go to libation corner. All right, I'm ready. Here we are. We're in libation corner, and I'm libating. You are. We really need to. Um, I figured for this episode the theme can be Catherine is really messed up Okay So let me (laughs) just work on my White Claw here You
1: love White Claw White Claw is your beverage of choice
0: I like this podcast because it's a record of
1: what Mm -hmm.
0: alcoholic beverage (laughs) we're into Mm -hmm. at a time, remember when I was into (laughs) Galliano
1: Yeah, oh my god (laughs)
0: I have a, I have a Stoner Mom episode where I'm literally drinking that stuff. <laughs> you loved
1: that stuff. Remember, like, we went through... First of all, no one buys Galliano, and it's the weirdest bottle in the liquor store. But you were just cruising. We'd have to go get new bottles every other week or so.
0: I think that needs to be my my winter drink. Yeah. Because it has that sort of licorice spicy you taste to it. Now I'm on my White Claw. I'm on my White Claw.
1: Seltzer floor. water liquor.
0: Today it's raspberry? Is that what that is? Yeah. Sometimes, first of all, I don't like seltzer water, but White Claw has made me start liking it. You know what? I
1: think you just, you don't like to taste the thing that you're ingesting. Like if you're drinking liquor, you don't want to taste, you don't want to taste like liquor. If you're If you're drinking some kind of tincture, you don't want it to taste like plants.
0: I don't like it to taste like cannabis. I so, don't like... You know, gummies to taste like cannabis or edibles or whatever. Um, okay, so getting back, this is a cannabis podcast, not an alcohol podcast. No. <laughs> um, I just ate 20 milligrams of Stroop waffles. You love these. I'm probably going to eat a third one.
1: A Plus, third one?
0: Yes, I love these. David went to the dispensary yesterday and came home and surprised me. Was that yesterday? Some... Oh. I don't yeah. Yeah, it was
1: yesterday. It was yesterday. You're right.
0: I love these. They're by Dutch Girl. They're so delicious. They are, without a doubt, my very favorite edibles. Dutch girl caramel
1: stroop waffles. They are so good. I
0: feel like it sounds really better when I put my
1: hand. <laughs> I'm gonna do it too. Hello, yes. See? Got my hand in front of the microphone. No, uh, well, maybe a little bit. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Sorry about that.
0: Um, and then as for flour, I have all sorts of flour here. I've got Super Lemon Haze. I've got a blend of uh, Tahoe OG and Forest Dream. Okay. And I have some hemp flower. I have mandarin pie, which I smoked for the first time today. I love it. It's by Happy Flower Company, which is our hemp company. But um, this particular strain is super high in CBD. It's 18.6%, and then it has a lot of CBC in it, 0.9%. Um, so it's one of our more potent hemp strains and I like to pair it with, um, super lemon haze, which is one of my most favorite, like productive, like very high functioning cannabis strains together. The two are Tres Magnifique.
1: Très Magnifique. Yep. That that stuff is awesome. It has a lot of CBCA in it too, which is good. Oh. And THCA. So, Oh.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. So that's what we're smoking. As for bonds, we've got a small grav labs. This is the, I forget what this line was called. Arc Um, line. Yeah, arc line. Um, I also have dabs. I'm going to be doing some cherry zephyr. Um, I have some shatter from the dispensary, so I'll be enjoying that. And then David has his under the sea. Yeah. beautiful umpire glassworks piece i love that thing so we're all set up in the living room for a very cozy stoner session i'm
1: also drinking something different tonight i'm drinking bourbon and drambouille
0: dang that's called a eh?
1: it's i don't know if it was scotch and drambouille it'd be a rusty nail but i don't know what if it's bourbon i don't think it has a name
0: it's a rusty screw
1: yeah i like that rusty screw
0: that's cute
1: you just made that up i did all right. Well, cool. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Libation-wise? I guess that's it.
0: Sorry, that's my grinder. That is it. I'm going to do some dabs. I'm going to smoke some pot. I've got the, these edibles coursing through me, but they haven't quite kicked in. We'll,
1: we'll know when they kick in.
0: And I will also be really downing this White Claw, I think. Honey, you
1: love White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. you love that man you remember when you came home with like on your own you bought another case of it on your own
0: yeah david does all the liquor buying so I was like, what's this another case for me to come home with a case of white claws like what's going on <laughs> <laughs> you love it it's because i was at target and there's we there's yeah. This is new to Colorado for many, many (laughs) years, okay? There was no alcohol in stores. I'm from California. I know all about alcohol in stores, okay? Mm -hmm. Every store, the gas station (laughs) store, all the stores. I know. That's how I grew up. But I live here now, and for a while, there was no alcohol in stores. Right. Now we have alcohol in stores. I don't even know. Or we had, like, pretend alcohol. What is it called? 310 or whatever? three two three two we had pretend it would just give
1: you a headache it had like very low alcohol in it like i don't know something true two two percent maybe
0: yes so now we have like regular alcohol in some of our stores i don't know what the actual rules are well
1: they can grocery stores can carry alcohol now like as can convenience stores but i don't know how it works or Uh, you know how they make that happen but yeah target's been showing off their gigantic like in aisle displays of white White claw Claw. just like a tower of them yeah and i also think people are buying it like crazy because of the pandemic i think they're like target's like here's some liquor to soothe your depression
0: well when there are actual white claw gifts in instagram for when you're decorating your stories that's how you know something is a trend oh yeah (laughs) yeah I do want to say one more thing in Libation Corner.
1: Because
0: <laughs> it's all about our stoner environment. That porch cat is on the couch next to me right now. Yeah. She's just sleeping. She peed.
1: <coughs> I'm sorry.
0: She peed in our house again.
1: Again. On a rug upstairs in our bathroom.
0: Now it's like our hands are tied, we don't know what to do. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah.
0: But that's who's sitting that's the third silent partner in today's podcast. <laughs> yeah, she's our special a guest. Sleeping there. porch cat next to me. That is it. That's libation corner. That's you guys. libation corner. Let's hope oh, uh, you guys are also libating on something awesome wherever you are. I
1: hope so too. All right. All right, good. Boom, and we're back.
0: It's time for listener letters.
1: It is time for listener letters. We have, you know first of all I want to say we had a plethora of listener letters sitting in our inbox. So But we th- always thank need you. more. Yep, we always need more.
0: So send them in. You can yeah, send them in too, mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. You can share your cannabis story, ask your stoner questions, or request some good old-fashioned advice from a mom and dad stoner. We will field your questions on cannabis, growing CBD, relationships, parenting, us, you, whatever. We will look up those answers stoned. We will. One more time. That is mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. Okay, today's episode comes from the shop girls. Is that right? I think so. We love you guys. Listen all the time and follow you on Insta. We enjoy listening to your pod chats and hope you do more in the way of video soon. Maybe a Netflix oh, show. Oh, yes.
1: Yes, of course.
0: I'll get back to you.
1: I had a theory about that, about Netflix shows.
0: I know. We already wow. discussed it. Remember? <laughs> yeah. And then I explained to you who on Netflix is an actual influencer off of yeah. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Sorry, that was not part of the question. No. Okay, question number one. Mm, I'm sure you've discussed grinding flour, but light smokers like us don't <laughs> love the typical small metal grinders. The flour often comes out uneven or incorrectly sized for a bong or small bowl. Any suggestions? What are your thoughts on that and grinders? Do you have any thoughts? I have all sorts of thoughts.
1: Yeah, grinders. I don't know. Um, I'll tell you the one um they gotta have those chambers they gotta have four chambers right
0: yeah i'm trying to figure out like what do you mean by the typical small metal grinders i remember honestly the beginning grinders i used to get in the beginning of legalization you'd get them you know yeah just at the head shop they're maybe plastic six, maybe well no i'm talking about the metal ones like the first mm. one you buy maybe 40 bucks or yeah. whatever 30 bucks remember all of those that i would have yeah yeah I had one of those for years and years. What did I even do with those? I don't know, honey. Anyway, I was never dissatisfied with like the shape or the size of the grind, but every grinder does have a different like size and shape. So I guess what you really need to be doing, my tip would be to be choosing your grinder dependent on uh, what specific grind you're going for. And you guys know my almost everyday grinder that I use is the Phoenician. It has a huge grind. It's a big grinder that I use.
1: It's a great grinder.
0: Um, I like them because they're, they're like medical grade They're like made of like hardcore, like going to survive an atomic bomb material. And they don't have um, a very fine thread. So when I say like people that are like uh, have, I guess, coordination problems or like hand problems or like arthritis or whatever. It's a nice grinder for people with like fine motor skill issues. Um, but that grind is really big and I like a big grind for bongs that have the bowl that has a big old hole in it. And which leads to your second question, which is about, um, screens and stuff. I like to use a big grind and like chunks of weed as a natural screen um, so anyway, sorry, I kind of went off topic, but just knowing what type of grind each grinder that you have has and then uh, using them appropriately for whatever task you're doing.
1: You're I got to tell you, joint, whatever that one <clears throat> that we uh, put in our boxes, a happy flower, the little one, the tiny ones, it's super tiny, but it's like a like a four chamber grinder. And I got to say, like, because for my vaporizer for hemp, I use that and I love it because it doesn't make a lot you know what i mean right and i don't like to leave hemp flour in the grinder so
0: that is definitely a grinder issue i have a ton of grinders and like i said mine are big so we grind a lot of weed in one time and yeah. i always forget what is in the grinder yeah. what the leftover cannabis is i used to like save it all in like a grab bag canister but then i never yeah. ever smoked it or did anything yeah. with it so I think I gave it to you to make something with. Probably. Um back to grinders though.
1: Yeah, like the little, like the little there's like one below the Phoenician that's not as gigantic. Like that's the common size one. I don't know what size that is. Like 3.5 or something like that.
0: I'm using the Astro Chamber right now yeah, in that's a bunch like... of my videos. And I love having a different. The other one is the I want to say it's 3D printed but it's probably not is that baked one? one
1: oh yeah that one's kind of cool too
0: but i just like to be the novelty of having a different type of grinder mm-hmm. from what i already have because it has like we said a different grind yeah. the astro chamber has a nice medium to fine grind which i like so much because you can really densely pack yeah. things um and air still like circulates like it burns really well um so yeah different Different um, types of grind on your cannabis are good for different sort of things. Like maybe sometimes you want like a, a thicker grind for like big bowls, um, which is typically what I use when I am smoking out of my bongs because I have a lot of bongs with big old bowls.
1: With big ol bowls.
0: Some people don't even have grinders, you know, and they just like literally cut it up with scissors. <clears throat> That's definitely a thing. Anyway, if you are getting a grinder, find one with that extra chamber, you're looking for a keef catcher always. That way you can harvest your trichomes that fall off of your cannabis when you're grinding and then those trichomes are absolutely packed full of cannabinoids. Whether it be CBD, whatever cannabinoids are in your flower, they're going to be found in those trichomes which Normally you wouldn't even smoke because it just like fell off. <laughs> um, but because you had a grinder with a Keef catcher, you get to harvest that and collect it and save it and then you can smoke an entire Keef bowl. Keef. It's what's, it's for, what's dinner. for dinner. Um, okay, also filters. Glass Daisy Screen Star. The ki- They kind of all suck. Any ideas? They do suck. They slip. They never fit perfectly. I've never tried a glass filter but, well, I've tried built-in glass filters. I have a lot of bowls and even um pipes with built-in glass like filter parts but not like i've never used the type that you buy and then you put them in i do use like the metal mesh screens a lot and i like those because you can just like shape it to basically the size of my fingertip is like perfect for most bowls um and it works i can reuse it a few times pretty much the only i cannot recommend enough using screens even if they are like a pain in the ass and they kind of suck long term when you're talking about like maintenance on your bong um and trying not to do have to do a ton of cleaning work on your bong it makes a huge difference there are all sorts of doodads out there and um for me the ones that have worked best really have just been you know those super cheap screens that literally come for free and like all sorts of vaporizer things and I just save those when i get a new vaporizer and i use them in my bowls so the pieces that are the hardest to clean that have the most intricate details that you know you're never ever going to be able to get in there and actually scrub with a brush or whatever those are the types of pieces that you want to do what you can to keep that organic materials from collecting inside Um, so using like an ash catcher, which is a secondary piece that you plug onto, that you put onto your bong or, um, using screens as much as you can, even though they're a pain in the ass. I've never used one that wasn't a pain in the ass.
1: Yeah. Because then they get all like (laughs) heated up and baked in there. They do. Um,
0: yeah. The Luca, my big, huge Luca bong, that's the one. That bowl is so big and the hole is big. So <clears> that's the other thing. Um, you can, If you don't have a screen, you can use a nug plug. And that's when you take like a nice big piece of your nugget and kind of jam it in that hole and use that as a natural screen. Sometimes it backfires on you and you'll clog up your bong. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of times it works for me. And then that's the last thing that gets um, smoked and kind of snapped into the bong. Last question. We don't have a good answer for this one. Well, let's try. Making simple edibles, uh, brownies, cookies, and chocolate. Is there a simple ratio to decarb in the oven for butters? And then in turn for a simple two dozen recipe. We're such bad cooks we don't remember we don't remember anything such as teaspoons tablespoons etc flour in simple terms using a scale for grams etc and doing lots of math is kind of a drag i get that i get that there is a little bit of math <clears throat> decarbing is actually not as difficult as you think you literally just put your plant material our rule of them is we just use as much plant material as we yeah. have <laughs>
1: yeah like what i do is like we have like a smaller cookie sheet yeah and i put parchment paper on that and i just grab as much usually i use like trim Mm -hmm. or old weed or something that we have a ton of and i just you got to break it up and kind of sprinkle it and i you know there's no there's no like rule of thumb as to how much you should use
0: oh as for the as far as the amount
1: yeah i i mean like because they're asking like like if you're going to put it in butter so You know, I got to tell you, honey, like we have the Levo oil machine. We have the magical butter machine. I know, but
0: how long do you decarbon the oven and what was the
1: temperature? It was 250 for like 30 minutes.
0: Right. So that's what I mean as far as it's not really as difficult as you think. You literally just put your stuff in the oven, your kitchen oven for that long at that temperature just to get it activated and it will smell super gross in the house. But that's how you do that. And then you do the whole infusion process with whatever you're using which very often for beginners is butter right
1: yeah i don't and in terms of that ratio like they're asking yeah i don't know i mean like we usually when we have done that we've got a box of brownie mix that yeah. that calls for butter right and the simplest way is to use the crock pot method right where you put however many sticks of butter in there with however much flour you've decarbed. And then I think you gotta cook it forever and then run it through a cheesecloth.
0: There is a post <coughs> on stonermom.com right after we took that cooking class. Yeah. Where I did write out, didn't I put out like the formula? I on think there? so. I think I did, but you know, we're stoners. That's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Having stoners answer your questions.
1: It's true, we don't know. You're gonna get
0: some half-baked answers.
1: But I will say this: <laughs> I think like I used to be so against this, but I'm not anymore. So the machines, or even a crockpot, where yes, you and you just the the butter is one with the flour. You know whether there's a mixing element or not. <clears throat> I used to hate that because it's like then your stuff tastes like plant material, but. That's the best way to infuse because like we have the Levo and I feel like the <laughs> Levo is so time consuming and you have to run cycle after cycle after cycle to try to build it up, you know? Oh yes. It takes all day. So
0: you did have that that experience last
1: time and you don't get a lot. Like I can't put two sticks of butter in the reservoir or a Levo. I
0: think the best way is the way that the guy taught us in yeah. the class, which is you go to the dispensary and you buy a nice uh, concentrate that doesn't have a ton of terpenes and flavors in mm-hmm. it. And that's what you use. And
1: you got to decarb because, that too.
0: And you absolutely do the same thing. We literally took the concentrate mm-hmm. and put it on a little piece of parchment paper. <clears throat> he had folded into like a little tray.
1: Mm-hmm. You put
0: that on the baking sheet and you we baked it the same way. And you wanted it like runny and without air bubbles. And then he literally just poured that into... He poured it into the chocolates, like the white chocolate stuff.
1: Yeah, he makes it right candies. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and oil.
0: And then oil. And he used the oil for cooking. He used it for the salad dressing. And he just like put it on top of our pasta. It was just like regular like olive oil. Um, and that way... It's the plant material that really has a lot of plant taste, but that if you're really going into the, the dispensary and getting something commercial grade that doesn't, maybe it went through some crazy process and doesn't have a ton of terpenes left in it, you know, yeah, you're going to get a uh, edible where you don't have that taste at all. And yeah. I think it's effective. I think it's easy. Because it's just just concentrates. It's not like like digging the plant out of the butter or straining stuff, you know?
1: Yeah. Plus, it's less expensive. Like, if you're buying it to make edibles, I don't... Maybe people do that.
0: Oh, right. Like,
1: if you, you need to go get, like, what? An eighth? at least maybe oh, seven yeah. grams of weed to even make edibles. Like We're... we
0: do it because we grow and right. we have a ton of right. leftover flour, especially when you can use shake and stuff like that. Plus, okay. you guys, we have like hemp and stuff. So it makes sense for us. But definitely if you're even in like a, a prohibition state where you're just never going to have like, you know, two ounces of flour sitting around. It's just like not ever going to so You can get a <laughs> like,
1: gram for $18 here going in Colorado. concentrate anyway.
0: route for sure. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I mean like I don't know if that answers your question. Those
0: are our cooking answers. We are not cooking experts, unfortunately.
1: I'd like to get better at it, but you know both
0: would. I'm just I'm not a good cook naturally. And so like adding cannabis to the mix, I
1: it's complicated. Then I
0: truly don't understand. I already don't understand cooking.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, but we've made we
1: made infused simple syrup, olive oil.
0: Oh, we have all the things, and we've done mm. all. We've done it with croc, the crock pot. Mm-hmm. We've done it, yeah, with all of the accessories. We have an ardent. Um, I've yeah. only
1: used the ardent to to decarb, and it, man, that thing works. If you live in a place where you don't want it to smell like weed, the ardent is the way to go. It takes a while to decarb, but it's all self contained. It doesn't stink at all.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's also like. Sorry,
1: my legs hurt. Oh, it's okay. My there's feet also.
0: Hurt. There's also like um decarb boxes you can get. Oh really? Yeah, remember Magical <coughs> Butter had one. Oh, yeah, it was it's, like silicone. It's like a silicone like box with a lid, and you put your plant in there and stick that in the oven. Yeah. And it's supposed to help. So anyway. Well, there you
1: go. That's edible talk.
0: Um, that was our listener letters. Again, please send those questions in to mom and dad our stone. That's one word at gmail.com. And that's it. We love you guys. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
0: Hi, David.
1: Hi, honey. How are you? I love you.
0: I love you, too. I have a question. Okay, what? Are you sound at all?
1: Um, No. Hold on a minute. Let me see what I can do about that. Hold <laughs> on. This new setup makes it hard to get to your stuff, you know?
0: Well, we're sitting in our, like, we're in our sofas, our dueling sofas, facing one another.
1: <coughs> yeah, we are.
0: With microphone stands in our face, so you can't really move. <coughs>
1: Ugh. Speaking of dueling things. Yes. When I was young, like when I was in my 20s, which was what, like, I don't know, the 90s or something.
0: Oh, my God. They
1: had piano bars. Oh, That that was a thing. Yeah, dueling pianos. Oh, for sure. Did you see all those things?
0: I've been to a piano bar, but there were not two. There were not dueling. Wow. But I have. I've been to a piano bar in Denver, <laughs> <laughs> so that was definitely not the nineties.
1: Wow. Well, I, it popped up where, when I was young in the
0: nineties. It was by. It was by the place where the same area as the Chop House. That like.
1: Ended. Oh yeah, I do kind do of you? remember something like that down there. You're right, and I think yes. it's called Dueling Pianos or Dueling something.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, shit. I only remember one dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Um.
1: Well, there you go. Interesting. That I'm sorry. I didn't mean <laughs> to. But I like that's what
0: God, it's been a long time since we've been to a bar.
1: Oh my god, I know. Remember I, when
0: we got, discovered that drink. karaoke karaoke <laughs> bar? Yeah. And spent every podcast episode talking about <laughs> the karaoke bar.
1: I wanna go there's so I wanna go to a different bar when when we're able to go to a bar. Well no, I, I take go. that back because I don't wanna go to downtown.
0: Oh man, really?
1: Well, not for a while. I mean, once we're able to go back out into society, I don't want to go downtown immediately. That's where people are crazy. Wow. Gotta be. We're gonna. We're gonna. I'm gonna continue to wear a mask. A. (laughs) Yeah. So. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That's post apocalyptic talk with Dave. Okay, let's talk about what we were here to talk about.
0: Okay. Well, we do actually have a topic. What is it? Stone conversations. We are going to talk about. Uh, cannabinoids, yeah, Lee. Let me tell you
1: something. Let's hear it. Cannabinoids is all you should care about, yes. Well, and terpenes, but we should stop. Like, we're gonna get away from like
0: sativa, yeah,
1: and indica, indica. and hemp. And what strain and does this? Yeah,
0: because it doesn't even matter the strain, you're because every plant is individual, so one grower could have a completely different profile and it's the same strain as another grower so we've been talking about cannabinoids in this way from since the beginning of this podcast that's why
1: we started happy flower company because (laughs) that's what we believe in and when you buy hemp flower or weed flower you should be thinking about the cannabinoids so
0: (laughs) yes cannabinoids are chemical compounds found in the cannabis plant there are a whole bunch of different ones. There's over 100 of them, and they all do different things, and they all react differently and interact differently to our endocannabinoid system. All humans and mammals, is that right, all mammals? Have I don't know. Ended, a whole bunch of them do. <laughs> I know that, including dogs and cats, have um, an, an endocannabinoid system. They do. So we we're, we're, were literally made to have cannabinoids, in our system in some capacity yeah. um and there are other ways of getting cannabinoids aren't there like other plants or something that no I... there is something like they make yeah. cannabinoids out of um like oranges somehow okay it's kind of fucked up i, was,
1: I don't know I, I was against it I when believe i read you. about it yeah
0: <laughs> but um i mean that's like a true like you just not terpenes, it's cannabinoids. It's absolutely not terpenes. Huh. It's like some because that's, cool. that's why it freaked me out. Because it was like at the same time as like synthetic weed was in the news all the time. And so I was like, is that like synthetic weed? But it wasn't. It was like this very
1: Maybe it's a common cannabinoid, only found in like certain things. But I
0: swear it was like oranges or like hmm. ugh, it was something very ordinary. Hmm. It was citrus, I swear. And okay, even well. one of my girlfriends had a product that was made with a cannabinoid. I think it was CBD. It must be CBD because it was like a legal thing. Sorry Um, that we're talking about this. Okay. We got to look that up. Let's get back on track um, and talk about specific. So we talked about what they are, chemical compounds. When we talk about um, cannabinoids, we're often also talking about terpenes, um, but those are a separate thing. Terpenes are related to like the aroma and flavor of plants and organic materials found on our planet including cannabis um, but cannabinoids are like I said those actual chemical compounds that are found in the cannabis plant and the most famous one of course is THC everybody knows what THC is it is the cannabinoid that makes you stoned to the bone like Carl <laughs>
1: <laughs> honey sunflowers contain cannabinoids I wonder if So does does echinacea, black truffles, black pepper, cacao, Cacao. electric daisy, which that's a Brazilian plant. It has the word electric in it. So what does that tell you? And Japanese liverwort, kava, and Chinese rhododendron, as well as tea plants. Can you believe it? That's incredible. Yeah. Welcome, friend. Welcome, family members of Canada. And just
0: think of like, you know all of the persecution placed upon yeah. the cannabis plant and it's got, it's like the mother of these other things, you know, yeah. they're in there. Ugh, what?
1: I guess you it's hate so chocolate too. To think Cause about. chocolate and cannabis, I guess are related.
0: Yeah. So, anyway.
1: Well, I want to start off by saying I have a dis- quick disclaimer here. Okay? okay. All the things we're going to talk about, all the <laughs> cannabinoids. Yes. First of all, first and foremost, Catherine and I are, we are many things, but we are not, physicians or doctors we do sure? not have medical degrees no. from any universities you've ever heard of <laughs> um
0: not any that you've heard of
1: no and the the studies that like the things we're going to talk about with cannabinoids they're based on studies conducted on rodents okay on mice and rats okay <coughs> you hear me so, and a lot of this information, we kind of looked to the internet, but the one place where it's all kind of combined and cataloged is Leafly. Yeah. There's a lot of journals out there, medical journals and stuff, that talk about things, but you end up at Leafly. So that's where a lot of this info came from. So we're just letting you know this, okay?
0: Oh, this porch cat is
1: just sleeping. So curled up next to me. Well, anyway, let's let's talk about some of these things. Like, So one of the big ones you may have heard of, we're going to, first of all, we're, we're not talking about THC or CBD, okay?
0: You know all about those. Well,
1: come on, people. You know all about those.
0: Um, We were actually going to have a CBD episode coming up. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to talk about minor cannabinoids. You hear that term a lot these yeah. days, is minor cannabinoids, because minor cannabinoids are being. Uh, processed and made and, and sold. isolated. Yeah. Um, Like Delta 8. Yeah. Anyway, let's start with CBG. That's a really popular one that you see in You've heard of CBG. You see it in hemp flour. You might see it in, I don't know, even regular cannabis flour, maybe.
1: And it has my favorite name of among all the cannabinoids, which is can a bigger roll? Can it? Can it? Can a bigger roll? No. You're right. It can't.
0: It can't because I don't know what that means.
1: Well you know here are some of the properties as conducted and found in rodents research okay <laughs> okay it has anti-inflammatory properties okay it uh is used to treat treat or cleat glaucoma okay so glaucoma glaucoma did i say glaucoma <laughs> yes, glaucoma. <laughs> glaucoma i'm sorry do you
0: want to say that again do you want to read that
1: no okay, um I'm sorry. <laughs> In a recent 2015 study, CBG was shown to protect neurons in mice with Huntington's disease, which is characterized by nerve cell degeneration in the brain. So they're saying CBG can block that, okay? Block and protect those neurons that, uh, you know, that have that. Okay. Um, CBG is also showing great promise as a cancer fighter, okay? CBG has shown to block receptors that cause cancer cell growth. OK, yes. Okay. By inhibiting the growth of cancer cells in mice. OK, so that's cool. And lastly, it's antibacterial.
0: Nice.
1: That's nice. So hooray for CBG or cannabigerol. All
0: right. How about CBC Canabitramine. <laughs> what the hell? Cannabi-
1: <laughs> Cannabicromine. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. OK, not bitramine. <laughs> Cannabicromine. First of all, this is my new favorite uh, cannabinoid. And I'm going to tell you why. Because as we've been growing more flour at Happy Flower Company, yes. and we do our tests, our labs keep coming back with alarmingly high rates of CBC in them. Okay,
0: and that's cannabichrome.
1: Cannabichromine.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the strain today that I talked about, Mandarin Pie,
1: has cannabichromine nine. That's almost one okay. percent per gram. Okay.
0: Oh, man. Get our mandarin pie.
1: Yeah, that and Betty Jane both have it. Actually, a lot of our strains have it. It's crazy. I know,
0: but this one had the most because I checked. I yeah, it does. Um, okay, so what is it good for? Can I read what you wrote?
1: <laughs> oh, yes, you can. There goes a can of bicaramines right there. <laughs> oh okay, go, go right ahead. I'm sorry.
0: All right. Can of bicaramines may be a powerful cancer fighter. Yeah. And the reason might be its interaction with the body's natural under cannabinoid Ana, anadamide. <laughs> CBC also appears to inhibit the uptake of anadamide, allowing it to remain longer in the bloodstream.
1: Hmm. What does that mean?
0: I don't know. I'm high.
1: Yeah, you are.
0: Blocks pain and inflammation. Once again, in a study on mice, CBC has a positive effect on neural stem progenitor cells. Nice. A essential to healthy brain function. Promising results in treating acne. You were reading me that. Um, oh, yeah. But it was something about reducing the amount of sebum production. And then you wrote down here antidepressant. Yeah,
1: they're starting to do studies and finding out that it can be used to treat antidepressant or to fight depression, not antidepressant.
0: <laughs> well, I smoked this this morning okay. for my wake and bake with cannabis which is my preferred go-to method Mm -hmm. like swear by now and it was wonderful
1: you like that yes i'm telling you this last round is delightful
0: well done i know um okay next
1: thcv or tetrahydro lord (laughs) (laughs) tetrahydro okay
0: easy
1: okay so i like this one this one also shows up in our labs on very in very trace amounts okay okay So, um, it can be used as an appetite suppressant. So the last trade show I went to last year was MJ BizCon, yeah, and there were a couple of booths that were selling like isolated THCV and they were saying it's like the diet weed. And you know, when we hear that, we think, well, hemp is the diet weed, you know, but no, they mean literally it's like you're on a diet. It's on an appetite suppressant. Like they were, they were selling pills and all kinds of stuff. Dang. Um, help. It could be helpful in the treatment of diabetes by regulating blood sugar levels. Okay. They found some promise there. Um, it may help in reducing panic attacks. So maybe if you're having a panic attack because you ate too many edibles okay, or something like me, then maybe get some THCV into your system. Um, and then also it's being researched for bone growth and could be helpful in the treatment of osteoporosis. That's pretty cool. Yes do you think? I do. Okay. Okay. Why don't you do the next one?
0: Next is CBN cannabinol. Cannabinol. That's
1: an easy one to say. Easy
0: peasy. Derived from THC as it breaks down. It's a sleep aid. Could be used as a treatment for arthritis. It is very Mm anti-inflammatory. I feel like I've written about CBN.
1: Yeah. it It's like as (laughs) THC breaks down and gets old in your old weed, you get more CBN. Which is interesting, I think. CBG is also the precursor to CBD. So that's why you see a lot of that in hemp because you have to harvest it early. So it's under point. They wouldn't have even known about it if that farm bill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't that cool? Wow. All right. You want to do the last one? Sure. Okay.
0: CBDV. cannabidivarin.
1: I don't know. Canna?
0: of
1: Cannabidiverin.
0: Is that how you say that? Yeah. Are you sure? Cannabis-
1: variant? No, I don't know. No. Cannabidivarian. Right. Could Why be help- not?
0: CBDV could be helpful in the treatment of epilepsy, anti-nausea agent, and discovered over 50 years ago.
1: Yeah, that's a long time.
0: Yeah, and it it's only just, now being studied.
1: 50 years sounds like a long mm-hmm. time, but that's when I was born.
0: Oh, <laughs> It's not the
1: roaring 20s or anything.
0: No, I read about the roaring 20s, though. We need, like, a huge economy boost if we we're expecting this 20s to be, like, the Roaring 20s.
1: Yeah, it could happen. Probably not for 10 years.
0: The Roaring 20s was based on, like, real emerging technologies, like tel- the telephone and, like, you know, crazy shit like that. And we have to have something like that. Yeah.
1: Well, that's interesting. Okay. Well, there you go. We, we just <laughs> talked at length about cannabinoids.
0: Oh, I did want to say. Yeah. You guys, when people talk about hemp flower being rich in cannabinoids, that is one of the things that hemp has going for it, that that cannabis doesn't have going for it so much because cannabis has grown to have a ton of like THC and am I wrong in this? It has a ton of THC. It doesn't usually have very much CBD or these other minor cannabinoids and hemp doesn't have a ton of THC, so it has a lot more of those
1: that's because of our relentless breeding of cannabis for so many years trying to perfect strains we've kind of bred everything else out of it yes which is unfortunate but
0: so so if you're definitely looking for like that very huge like holistic whole plant health wellness thing definitely open yourself up to hemp there's so many different people that you can get it from and because it's legal everybody has to have their labs and so you can actually see what cannabinoids show up and you can see how much i mean it's still very small amounts but it's like you can still see it oh yeah and it's fun when you do find strains that have more than others so
1: i know i think i'm gonna grow i'm gonna do a hemp run in one of my tents and let it go all the way like go go you know Oh, go nice. 10 weeks and, and then test it. Yeah. And then like, it might be amazing. It might be like the perfect.
0: I'd love that. Weed. Like the perfect. Yes.
1: You know, who knows that? And then you mix that with some weed weed and then you got something. Let's do
0: it. That'd be fun.
1: I've got some golden cherry downstairs. We could grow. All right. All right, well, um, that was fascinating. Thanks learning for talking about with that. me
0: about
1: thank, the cannabinoids. Oh, no, thank you. I love cannabinoids. I
0: hope this was helpful, you guys, and bye. Bye. What's going on in Dave's Grove?
1: Oh, such, such a pretty
0: voice. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I really had to warm up for that one. I guys. really liked that. I had a mega frog in my throat. You did. It's really, still there? <laughs> I just sing through it.
1: Maybe you should drink some uh, white claw. Oh, can light help?
0: <laughs> Excuse me.
1: <laughs> I
0: have a second glass goblet of white claw now, you guys.
1: Uh-huh. What is this flavor?
0: I forget what you, I said mango.
1: Mango, yeah. Let me ask you a question. It's been a while. How is are those edibles kicking in?
0: I think they're starting to right at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Okay.
1: Um, well, welcome to what's going on in Dave's grow. Um, I'm going to tell you what's going on. Okay. Okay. So, I shot my second video in my grow series yes. this week, um, which will be coming out soon. Um, I usually edit it and then agonize over releasing it for another week or so, at least until I'm like, oh, I got to release it. Okay, Um, so then I will do it. So this one shows we're an early flower and we transplanted some um, plants that were in their quart containers into five gallon containers. I didn't have enough cocoa coir, but I faked it and then I had to run to the grow shop and get more today. Um, and I've, I'm running purple paralysis and pink cush in that tent. And man, is it looking amazing so far? They look beautiful. We're going to have purple paralysis in our lives again, which is exciting. When? Too. A long time. Hmm. Probably not till March. Whoa. Probably That's... not till April. Damn. Um, and That'll then. we will be at
0: my 420 yeah, strain. It will be. Awesome.
1: You have to think like that, I guess. And then in our other tent, we have three um spray tan plants and I got to tell you honey these plants are looking unfreaking believable so I really am embracing this concept of now like you can have one plant you can have six plants you can have three plants whatever if you put up a scrog net at the right time when you flip the flower and you you really like weave those branches into the scrog net so they grow out you train it to grow out mm-hmm you i mean your canopy's full so like i had four plants in there one of them hermed out i got rid of it immediately or maybe it was a boy um (laughs) and then i so it's three girls in there and i've like done that like and the the branches grow out on the strike you the idea is like you take it and you move uh, the branch under its grid over to the farthest one where it can still pop up and it'll eventually it'll grow towards the light and then all along its little arm it, oh. it sprouts up more colas and okay. it's doing that so you know you are got a lot the canopy's full of i gotta see this hardcore weed so down there so already like i think i'm in week five of flower which means i got about a month and a week left till i harvest but i can't believe like i have super fat colas they're just gonna get bigger and the reason i wanted this plant is because it has it's one of those plants you see like we've all seen him on the internet or whatever. And it's a bud and it's like crystals are on it. And it's like ching, 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 ching. You, you know, seeing
0: crystals? That's
1: what the, that's why I got these because when they mature, they're just like you know. You gotta
0: take pictures of them.
1: I've never grown weed like that and I've always wanted to. So fingers crossed, but I it's looking good. I mean there you are you
0: have grown weed
1: like that. No, no. You have. No, I haven't. You have. No.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway these look good and i have high hopes for them okay okay so that's what's going on in both my tents um i'm excited for both of the things that are happening um in happy flower news we're uh gonna we're gonna have our seedlings our little babies and it's been rough cloning this go around so we're just gonna take like a limited number of plants and do exactly what i'm doing in my grow tent we're gonna scrog it out and have like a small number of plants like under 50, but we're going to like fill up those benches, man. They're going to be humongous. Okay? Okay. So, um and that's going to be our golden cherry run and I golden cherry is like supposed to be better than anything that I even have right now.
0: Okay? Well, that's shocking to think of.
1: I know. So, I know that's hard to believe, right? Mm-hmm. But I tracked down that farmer, I found that golden cherry strain. <laughs> Some other people out there were like, you can only buy it from us. We only sell it to you. We're not gonna tell you where we got it. And I was like, I'm gonna find out where you fucking got it. And I did. And I had to pay a lot of money for those goddamn seeds, but I pheno hunted the seeds myself. Yes. And I was like, in your face, now I'm growing your own hemp, and it's gonna be better than the way you grow it.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: That's a bold statement, I know, but I stand behind it.
0: That was some insider stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Well you we have a behind the scenes.
1: The hemp game's rough. It's it's cutthroat. David it's cutthroat.
0: Running across Colorado all the time.
1: Getting stuff, like trying genetics. This we jackpotted the last grow, mm-hmm. this Betty James stuff. Remember when you and I drove all the way to yes. the middle of nowhere and I got that stuff? Those turned out to be phenomenal. So That's awesome. I know, we really liked that. Um, so anyway, I mean, like, I guess I don't have anything else to say, except I'm looking, I'm starting to now think about spring a little bit more. I promised my stepdaughter, who is a master Girl Scout, uh, elite level Girl Scout. Cadet. Um, cadet. Mm -hmm. Major cadet. Um, (laughs) she's gonna, I promised her we're gonna expand our garden and she's gonna run the garden. Uh Uh-huh. So I have to build another bed, garden bed.
0: She has to run it?
1: she yeah i mean she has to tell me what she i'll do 90 percent of the work but she has to plan it and say we're gonna do this here because i saw that girl scout garden and i was like damn it's true we gotta have a garden like that and now she knows how to do it okay so well, that's it that's what's going on in dave's grow
0: well thank you dave for sharing
1: you're welcome i love you what's what are you looking at over there the
0: dog is just so cute I like doing the podcast here with all the weird animals.
1: All right, good. Maybe we'll we'll see how it sounds. Okay. All right, goodbye.
0: Bye. It's the end of the show. You have made it
1: to to the the end of the show. show.
0: And this is when the edibles really kick in, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: is this the part of the show where they really kick in
0: yes all right okay big thanks to all of you who make it this far please help support the show by telling your friends and family about us recommend the show when you can and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode you can also leave us a rating and a review in itunes uh because we don't have any and we never get any new ones and it makes us sad every time Uh, We also love to read the reviews on the show when we get them, so.
1: But one thing I will say. What? The last time we had our podcast, we did say, or one of the times, we said, look, you can just never leave a review. You don't have to review. Write a nice note in an email to us and say why you like the show. And people have done that.
0: Well, then maybe I need to change this this script. I'm going to change it right now with you guys here.
1: I mean, well, we would still love a review because it makes more people download our podcast on iTunes, but or whatever it's called these days. Whatever. Speaking of which, I wish I had those Air Max Pro Max headphones, yes. but they're five hundred and fifty dollars.
0: Why do you keep bringing this up? Why are they so expensive? You want the five hundred dollar cat litter box? You want the five hundred dollar headphones? Five
1: hundred and fifty dollars.
0: Oh my goodness. Good God.
1: They're so cool looking, but...
0: I don't know what to tell you.
1: I can't get them. It's just a dream. <laughs> I'll never have them. And that's fine. But I mean, you know, I can't justify that. That's what insane. What do you want them
0: for? For podcasts? I just
1: want them because they're su- true wireless. Like, I don't think there's any lossness. I think it's synced. And it's Bluetooth or wireless or some necromancer technology. Uh-huh. And um, I don't, you know... I, I hate having... I have, I'm have i the only guy that has to stay wired. Everybody else is wireless. But I need a... I would love... They're gorgeous.
0: But you had those wireless earbuds and you gave them to me.
1: I know. But I mean, like... Because they don't sync up. Everything's out of sync. You know what I mean? Oh. I wish they made... And I think these things do that. Like, they're truly wireless. And then, like, when you hear music or... Like, if I'm editing this podcast right here and I had bluetooth things everything would be delayed by a second so it'd be all fucked up so i couldn't do it i see so you know the these things anyway they're cool but they're very expensive i'm sorry like i'm never gonna get them okay i'd rather buy a super duper record player for 550 dollars
0: we like our record
1: i love our record player i don't want to give it up it's a perfectly wonderful record player all right. <laughs> all right well I don't know why I blathered on about that nonsense okay so what else can okay. we do
0: other ways to support the show are to check out the stonermom.com that site is our online home for literally the last six years mm-hmm. and you can learn a lot more about us and cannabis with articles photos and lots and lots of videos
1: and exposes
0: so many exposes. <laughs> Lastly, we encourage you to check out Happy Flower Company. That is our family owned online hemp store. That is where you can legally purchase our CBD and terpene rich smokable hemp buds. It is our pride and joy and we are so happy when listeners of the show become customers. Please use code MADAS15 for 15% off. Hmm? MADAS15 one might say. Um,
1: 15. That's
0: M-A-D-A-S um, sorry guys, I'm on edibles. That's okay. And, and that's it for this episode. What are we? What are we gonna do now?
1: Um. Well, we're gonna take apart all this podcasting equipment and, um, and put it away. Or I'm gonna do that. Okay. You're probably gonna just be sit there and be high because you're on edibles and you're super high.
0: Not super high, but a little high.
1: And then I'm gonna probably pour myself another drink, and I mean, I might smoke some more cannabis flower or cannabinoid flower are we
0: gonna stay up late
1: well we might have to watch the wire now that you told me that info tonight oh yeah but that guy's based on
0: that dude all
1: those other people
0: all right okay well that's our plan that's it mom and dad are stoned is made by us david and Catherine. learn more about us at the stoner follow the podcast on twitter at mom the letter n dad the letter r stoned follow david on instagram at what's going on in dave's grow Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at The Stoner Mom. And follow Happy Flower Company on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Flower Hemp. We will be back again oh so soon. Until then, please remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every day. Bye.
1: Goodbye.